Recently, I watched a lecture by J. Krishnamurti. In this lecture, he addressed the distinction between attention and concentration. Concentration, he says, comes with resistance. In concentration, one resists all the other thoughts to concentrate on one. And when there is resistance, there is friction. And with friction, there is pain. On the other hand, attention, Krishnamurti says, looks at one thought and only that thought. However, there is also an acknowledgement of the presence of other thoughts. Yet, one does not negate or invalidate those other thoughts. Even if one is being unattentive because of attention on all prevailing thoughts happening at once, giving attention to this inattentiveness brings attention. In concentration, there is resistance, while in attention, there is a sense of acceptance. That was the gist what I got, Prasanna, and I wanted to bring forth the distinction between attention and concentration into our conversation today, predominantly because when we are young, we are growing up, parents, teachers, all the grown-up people around us keep saying us, concentrate, concentrate. And we find it also painful in a way in the experience. And something to do with that resonated with this video that I'd watched, uh, this lecture that I'd watched. And so I wanted to bring that forth to our conversation. Welcome to 13. 13 is a podcast about being and creating. In this podcast, we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday. Here, we interact, read, and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Prasanna and myself, Shantesh. Let's get started. When we are looking at concentration, which has resistance, whereas attention, which is without resistance, that itself is a big, big breakthrough for me because uh, what I get here is the moment I start start resisting things around in order to concentrate as you said uh, my energy is more focused on those things which which i am trying to resist say for example we will take very simple example of concentrating on a, a particular game maybe what i am playing like any sport or any game we take the moment i start resisting the things which are around it my time my energy and my entire thought process is focusing on those things so if you see in a way on the flip side i am attending to the things which are not required and i'm try and 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 i'm saying that i'm concentrating on the game so i, I clearly see that uh, the the distinction is very powerful because the moment i defocus that and i simply look at things the way they are acknowledging what is required what is not required as well accepting and giving space to everything i have a lot of uh, time and energy left for the thing which i want to do so um, the distinction is extremely powerful is what i would like to start with and and just to clarify that with the sort of a folklore example that we are always aware of what do you think uh, eklavya uh, concentrated or he brought attention he paid attention yeah, I think again, again, it's the same thing. If you see, if you are looking at anything from a holistic view, it is when we say that focusing on a 
on an eye of a fish or uh, any particular target bullseye as we say uh, is not only to look at it but also to acknowledge the things which are around it which might be called distraction which might be called uh, uh, elimination whatever we call it but then i think uh, it is the accept acceptance of it that re- reduces the resistance of things hmm with these two terms i'm just also trying to recall my personal experiences when i had to study let's say in the morning and trying to really concentrate that trying was very evident because i was actually trying to push aside all the other thoughts the most of the energy would go there and then within no time it would also start taking me into other directions whereas when i was listening to a story which my mother narrated i was paying attention so i did not have to suppress my thoughts uh, or other things they were there in the background but my attention was enough on this story that i was able to visualize she narrated it so well that i was able to listen to it and and that really changed so when i was listening to stories i never had to i i could never forget those things or when i was visiting a new place i could never forget those place uh, uh, those memories because there was enough attention i believe but when i had to study i would forget that theorem that i had learnt in like 5 minutes or the poetry that i had to uh, ratify and go and write in the exam was gone uh, by the time i was at the exam hall so i think i'm just kind of seeing this distinction person right so if we look at the uh, advantages of both concentration as well as attention and maybe at times both are required in different ways i can absolutely yeah i can connect it to the modes of learning which is very well described uh, or rather it is the core of the concept introduced by barbara oakley in their uh, course which is a very famous course called learning how to learn so there barbara talks about two approaches one is focused way of learning which is more like a concentric way of learning and second is a diffused way of learning which is more like an attentive way of learning or where attention is required so in focused way of learning you are looking at a particular topic it is like reading a book or attending to a professor or whatever you are doing that is the focused way of learning whereas in diffused way of learning you are not near a book you are not near a teacher you are maybe walking in the garden or you are simply mm. sleeping or you are doing cycling and during that process you are connecting the dots again if there, there is attention here because you are not leaving the subject so you are connected to that subject whatever subject you are mathematics physics science social science whatever it is but then you are connecting those dots in that uh, holistic manner and recently i have read from her, uh, one of her explanation of the same concept of attention versus concentration you can say or diffused versus uh, uh, focused in terms of meditation or mindfulness activities if you see the use of a anchor while doing meditation like uh, some people use a mantra some people use om some people use some other uh, techniques but that is more like a concentration way or a focused way of doing meditation whereas the other side of it which is of inner introspection vipassana 
लुकिंग एट वनप्सोल्युटली सिंपली ऑब्जर्विंग युअर थॉट्स लुकिंग एट द ओरिजिन ऑफ द थॉट द जर्नी ऑफ युअर थॉट्स दॅट इज मोर लाईक अ अटेन्शन ऑर अ डिफ्यूज वे ऑफ डुईंग माइंडफुलनेस सो नथिंग राईट अँड रॉंग अबाउट एनिथिंग बट बोथ हॅव देअर ओन ॲडव्हान्टेजेस यू कॅन से ऑर दे ॲड व्हॅल्यू टू द होल एक्सपिरियन्स I'm just drawing parallel to habit versus lifestyle uh, with concentration versus attention. And so to bring a real life example to this, uh, habit is something where we also term as good or bad habit. There is uh, uh, similarly in concentration, whether you are focusing on good or bad or what is needed or not, it's that kind of thing is there. So if you are concentrating good or not. and so habit has that moral overtone to it uh lifestyle on a other cho- uh, other side is a simple choice that one makes now habit also comes with cert- certain sense of compulsion so there is a bit of brute force into that so you have to inculcate going to a gym as a habit and it for many we hear that it's a painful task a lot of times to get out of bed itself and to where that gym clothes and head out but then it happens then you kind of go to the gym but and and one says that it takes 21 days to build a habit or something like that and so we have to really put an effort to build a habit whereas when it transforms into a lifestyle you never question that uh, uh, brushing my teeth is a uh, habit oh i have to do this this is a painful task for having your meal at a certain set time it's a lifestyle so in lifestyle things just happen naturally so i think habit is really required initially to establish a certain uh, pattern and then it transforms into a lifestyle so similarly concentration might be needed initially to set a certain rhythm and then it transforms into attention uh, seamlessly is is that what could be a logic as well there can be a possibility of moving concentration into attention uh, can be one approach and which might be possible so in a seamless way one moves into another as you explained from habit to lifestyle which is a possibility or it can be very distinct and can be present uh, as and when required so when i want to concentrate i concentrate but when i think that there is attention required i am more attentive about the whole uh, thing and there as i said it will be a more holistic approach when it comes to attention so uh, i don't deny what you are saying in the way that there might be a possibility of seamless transition from concentration to attention but as mm. we say that none of that is right and wrong so we don't have to run away from concentration because if i try to do that i will have a lot of more resistances to the whole process absolutely now when we are growing up we are always told to concentrate and this so particularly many of our listeners are also uh, young parents and uh, uh, also somebody who would have gone through this journey themselves uh, and and we inadvertently in our language use concentrate uh, uh, to say somebody to focus uh, what if that child is actually facing uh, trouble concentrating or or it finds it really painful because there is friction there is pain in that uh how does one deal with that how do you deal with 
your pains um, so honestly i don't have a solution as such but i think it is important to understand the distinction and that understanding itself can give some solutions and based on their uh, personal requirement one can uh, tweak the, those solutions but what i look at it is say for example uh, in basic elementary mathematics we have something like uh, the tables uh, which everyone asks to by heart or concentrate and focus so knowing the importance of tables or by hearting even to a certain extent memorizing the tables to a certain extent is more of a concentration work but mm. then understanding the application of it like keeping four apples on three tables is equal to total 12 apples is something which an a, a mode of attention gives you that kind of a experience or visibility and the application part of it so i think that's the way of looking at it from a solution point of view i don't know but i think this mm. can be so i think we can only say one thing to our listeners is just be mindful of the word that you use uh, in regards to the application that is it is supposed to be meant to so it cannot be every time concentrate sometimes it might be paying attention to a certain aspect to get a overall uh, understanding as well so i think as it said attention to detail it's never concentration to detail which means that you are focusing on that one detail but at the same time you are comprehending it in the context of the entire realm in which it exists yeah so if you so i think it's important correct absolutely understand. and if you look at the translation of this word in um, uh, either marathi sanskrit or if you see hindi it is ekagrata for concentration whereas yes. when it comes to attention it is dhyana so Mm. there is a clear distinction even in other uh, you can say languages or languages. you know and maybe in a more powerful way if we get into the details of it mm. Mm. so it's quite interesting in that yeah, because ekagrata word itself has ek which means one single and then removing the other yeah correct so you bring the entire uh, focus on one single uh, entity or element correct. and then it's uh, ekagrata and dhyana mostly is used in the context of meditation or uh, devotion or spiritual context but it also is used in terms of uh, uh, day to day life ekagrata particularly i was just trying to draw a parallel word in a regular day to day life for attention uh, instead of dhyana because you wouldn't say dhyana so i think either meri baat pe dhyan do और ध्यान से काम करो दीज आर ऑल कमिंग फ्रॉम दैट वर्ड राइट राइट एब्सोल्युटली या सो देयर इज दैट कॉन्टेक्स्ट आई थिंक दैट दैट मेक्स इट इनटू अ लिटिल मोर रियल कॉन्टेक्स्टुअल सेटअप एंड नॉट नेसेसरीली ओनली अ स्पिरिचुअल और अ हाइपोथेटिकल सिनेरियो आई थिंक वी हैव टचड अपॉन द टू एस्पेक्ट्स ऑफ अटेंशन एंड कंसंट्रेशन इनफ व्हाट रियली ओपेंड अप टू मी आर that there are so many these kind of dual words which exist uh, like samaya kala uh, which uh, which has which mean the same but they are different uh, uh, karma and kriya uh, antara and akasha and uh, 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 even habit uh, versus lifestyle so we should perhaps touch upon one podcast where we talk about the nuance that language brings and the importance of using that uh, and and also perhaps we should touch upon one podcast where it talks about habit and lifestyle in particular the way we did attention and concentration uh, in the coming weeks and i think that could be very interesting uh, as a as a opening for us also to discover as we go through our conversation 
with that i think we should complete our today's podcast thank you thank you for listening for more such podcasts and daily writings subscribe us on creating13.com that is creating13.com we request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause you can follow us on facebook instagram or twitter we've put the links in the description you can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now we hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode until then take care